0: We go.
1: Angel City. Finally comes in. Angel City on
0: the board. For a pick presented by Senior Sign Off. Shifty work into the box. And across. It's in. Oh, it's low. It's a dream return.
1: Welcome to Casual FC, a World Cup preview podcast. Woo! For like six more days.
0: Yeah, for like two more episodes. This one and one more.
1: Right, 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 right. We're so close. I'm your host, (laughs) Angela Morales, with my splendid, magnificent, hysterical co host, Mario Salazar.
0: Ooh, these intros are getting better and better.
1: (laughs) All right, so holy hell, what a quarterfinal! Just generally, I'm tired having thought about the games, like not even played them, watched highlights, and watched where I could, and replays, and oh my god!
0: I just i w- I was just laughing to myself right now because I was I was about to say, see, we told you don't sleep on the Women's World Cup. It's amazing. And yeah, literally a lot of people have not slept because of the Women's World Cup. So,
1: Yeah, both of us totally tapped out on one of the games because we were both just like, I cannot stay up this late. Like, I can't. Yeah, it's it's been a rough couple weeks, that's for sure, for anyone who's been watching, like, a full-time job and and paying attention and keeping up with the, the brackets, everything. But it's been worth
0: it, for sure. Oh. Yeah, it totally has been. It's been some amazing, amazing matchups all through the group stages, all through, you know, the the round of 16 and now the quarters. So right. brief little episode correction. I feel like we're starting to do these a little more often now that things move so quickly. But we went back to our notes. We were listening to our last episode and realized we kind of messed up.
1: We <laughs> flipped.
0: <laughs> We flipped two of the matches and the matchups. We said that it was going to be Australia versus Colombia and England versus France, which was not correct. It was, you know, scratch that, flip it around, you know. Australia um, versus
1: France,
0: England versus Colombia. But either way, we still got the picks right. <laughs> yep. England and Australia are moving through. So we got all our picks right except for Japan, which. We're gonna get to it right now, but that was just Ugh. another huge upset. We, you know, personally, we started a, a, a in in one of our groups. We started a final bracket challenge. Like it's like starting from the quarterfinals and on. And I kid you not, like ninety seven percent of people pick Japan.
1: <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> to
0: like win and then win the whole thing. So everybody's yeah. bracket just completely blew up.
1: That's man. That's a bummer. We'll we'll talk about Japan in a minute. But yeah. when when does the next round start? The semifinals, the final four. I think yeah,
0: yeah. Yes, yeah. Final we are, four. We're in the World semifinals. Cup. Yep, the final four. First matchup is going to be on Tuesday, August fifteenth. It's going to be a one a.m. match. Spain versus Sweden. On Fox, Telemundo, Universo, and Peacock. Most of the games from here on out are just going to be on all four networks. Mm -hmm. So, and I believe on Terrestrial Fox. So, no more cable FS1 stuff. But if you're going to watch it streaming, you still need a cable. login. It gets really messy, like we said. Watch (laughs) it on Peacock. It's the easiest thing to do. So, as a quick little recap before we get into what to expect. Spain and Netherlands. Like we said, all of these matches got crazy. Absolutely bonkers. Like we said before, Spain got spanked by Japan. Mm -hmm. They said, nah, this is not who we are. And came back with a vengeance. Then we said, they're going to bring it. They're going to still bring that heat. And they did. They dominated most of this match. And absolutely. They were ready. They were ready for it. And the Netherlands were, oh, I, I felt personally they were like just playing catch up. They were, they were kind of there, doing their best to kind of hold back the Spain right. attack. Um, and
1: and Vanderdonk was from Netherlands was out due to yellow card accusations. The so they were missing big part of their offense and like or just their team in general. She's a huge leader for those who don't know her by just. Name when we first previewed the Netherlands in the group stages, that name haunted most U.S. fans through the 2019 World Cup. She is a fantastic player. She plays in Lyon with lindsey Horan. Rewind to the U.S. Netherlands match. Von de Donk ended up with a, like a cut on her head. Wore a shower or a swim cap. In the last few wat- like bits of the game. Or Lindsay Horan got into a shoving match. Horan scored off a corner, like <laughs> insane. Everything's fine. They love each other. Like it's very much like, oh, that that just happened during the game. No big deal. But Van Dijk is a a big, big, big player in the Netherlands, and they definitely missed her in this game.
0: Yeah, yeah, they definitely missed her because. Like I said, Netherlands really didn't do much. They were really just kind of holding Spain back. They were really playing, I think. You know, they in at times they say you know teams play up to the their opponents mm-hmm. level or play down. They were really playing up to Spain's level in that like all they could do was defend at their level. Totally. At the end of at the end of regulation, Spain had thirteen shots to the Netherlands' one shot on goal. So. Netherlands weren't doing anything much around the the goal. Number eighteen was coming in clutch for Spain. Salma Paraluelo, she's nineteen years old, and she mm-hmm. was having a freaking game. Like it, the the announcers yeah. couldn't stop talking about her. She couldn't. She she was just on the screen half the time, more than half the time. The camera was on her because she had the ball or she was doing something with the play that that was important. So really. Um, She was
1: the push of their offense, especially in the second half and into extra or like stoppage time and and all that. Like she very much led the charge for Spain as legs started to get tired and substitutions were made. She was the constant for them.
0: Yeah. And then Spain finishing out the, the regular time Spain thought they had it locked and they kind of did have it locked. Then comes the, crazy extra time that we've been having in this world cup, same thing in the last world cup and more recently in <clears throat> all kind of matchups, you know, NWSL premier league, MLS, yeah. all of those they've been doing their due diligence of like adding time that is actually needed, adding time that's been wasted. Mm-hmm. So Especially there was
1: 12 VAR review. They're exactly. really like take adding that on. And that's why these, the amount of stoppage time is so large. large. One it, var review is like seven minutes.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, to me, I think we've talked about this before, but the whole var thing to me is like it's very useful, but their number one like their number one rule, it's like the first commandment of var is, is it clear and obvious? And the thing is, some if it takes you if it takes you ten minutes to figure something right. out, if, if it was clear and obvious, it was not, you know. So leave it alone. Totally.
1: it's like. Um, so it was not clear and obvious because did it? It's like did it take you that long to download the video? To yeah. so like what to upload it? Like was the cloud? Do you have Wi-Fi? What takes so long? It's so weird to me. So yeah, the
0: the, the the but with all of that, they got 12 minutes of stoppage in the second half, and two minutes into that, the Netherlands tied with the match. So really, player of the match for the Netherlands was the goalpost. It. <laughs> that shot, that shot went in, was looked like it was heading out, caught the goalpost like at the yep. right angle, then bounced back in, and it's just like ah, oh, that's mm-hmm. what, that's what sent them into their their overtime. Spain eventually won it, and that is that. Spain is in the semifinals for the first time. Ever so, huge big ups to Spain and exciting. Matchups coming up with, with them yeah, in Sweden.
1: Definitely. And with Spain, I want to say, and on um, the recap with Kristen Press and Heath, they talked about, or they are talking about, I don't remember if it was a preview clip or a, a clip from the last episode. They talked about the lack of respect for the women's team and the women's game in Spain and how this team especially deserves so much more support and respect and all of that. I believe we mentioned it in the groups. So I don't quite remember because it feels like. That was a hundred years ago at this point. <laughs> but there's been a lot of controversy on the Spanish team regarding their coach and things with the Federation. A whole bunch of players quit and then came back and said, we'll deal with this after the World Cup. The World Cup is too important. And I'm really proud of the players for banding together and doing this together, even under the worst conditions. There's video of like at the the end of the game and Spain is, you know, they're, they've won everybody's like hugging jumping up and down and their coach is that guy just standing there like like when Tom Brady was trying to high-five somebody and just like got left hanging like that was their coach and it was one of those like yikes moments but (laughs) that's what happens when you lose the locker room and that team is like you need to go but your federation says nobody cares so I hope all the best for the Spanish team yeah, going forward and I hope this helps them earn the respect of their country, their federation, whomever is making that decision to not support them.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, we did talk a lot about a lot of the federations. I know. I don't remember which we <laughs> So we hit on it because it was there, <laughs> it, but unfortunately it was one amongst many. So, yeah. you know. As much as in your gut, sometimes, and we said this on the last pod when we were trying to pick make picks, you kind of want both teams to go in because they have so much writing on it. Yeah. Spain is one of those where like they shouldn't have to be playing to prove themselves, but they kind of exactly. are. So they they need results, and I would hate for it to be like, oh, you didn't make it to the you didn't make it to the final, but it's like look. Look, mother, mm, mm-hmm. like we made it to the <laughs> we made it to the semis, and nobody believed yeah. in us, or, or you guys didn't believe in us, and so exactly, um, I hope all the best for the team, and hope that you know the federation kind of gets the smack in the back of the it's head that they need exactly, something. yeah, and then we've oh. got the the upset of upsets in the quarterfinal,
1: man. So Japan versus Sweden. This is the story of a team that came out hot versus the team that is growing into the tournament and peaking when it really matters. From the jump, Sweden dominated this game. Japan had no shots on goal in the first half, which throughout the the tournament up to this point had been, like, unheard of.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, Japan didn't show up in the first half. Like, everybody... No. Everybody was talking about how how slow to the ball Japan was. And I'm, I'm pretty sure Japan's been doing a pretty good job with rotation in their matches, which has made them so deadly. But, yeah, they just didn't show up. And yeah. Sweden just took it.
1: Right. Absolutely. Like, we had... Ilstad, who's a defender, score for Sweden. And it was just boom, boom, boom from the Swedes. Japan in the second half showed up, but it was kind of one of those too little, too late. They The rally started really late into the match. And this one hurts. I really, I mean, we both called Japan winning this game. I, and I think part of it was because we lost, like the US lost to Sweden, and I was like, "No,"
0: yeah, <laughs> and and
1: really, really wanting Junendo to to stay out there, you know, and and to really excel in the tournament. And that's she was ha- she, hasn't she was already. having
0: she was having yeah. such a great tournament that like we wanted right. her to be out there longer to be right. able to show more of what she's been doing. And granted, under Becky, she's been showing more of that here also, but truly to be able to show it with her national team like that Mm -hmm. just just yeah exactly japan was just a little too little too late and yeah and i i will say though as i was watching the match you mentioned for sweden right all that was running through my head was defender goals (laughs) <laughs> Angela is going to be all over this. I I know we were we were down on Sweden just because they knocked us out, but still, defender goals,
1: defender goals, <laughs> like hashtag I think, defender goals forever.
0: And I think she's one of the high one of the higher like scoring. Like I I don't think she's going to be in the 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 running for the Golden Boot, but right. she's still like amongst the top scorers for the, for the tournament. So
1: yeah, you know, speaking of Golden Boot, I really think one of the banyards like if they progress or even if they don't progress might actually take it because england those games have been low scoring australia those like those games have been low scoring swedes same thing like there haven't been a lot of goals scored in this game or in this tournament so i'm really curious who's actually going to win gold at the end of this i need to look it up all right, so uh, looking, looking it up we're... right
0: now, Golden Boot Race Tracker for 2023 Women's World Cup. We've got, well, unfortunately, Miyazawa from Japan. She was mm. at five, but oh, okay. So, yes, Ilstat is on with four. Oh, and let's see. The, the next player that is still in it is down to Hayley Rosso from Australia, and she's at three. So
1: Interesting. So, depending on how these games go, Japan could take home Golden Boot. Like, it is very possible. Like, Sweden. No, 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 Japan. Oh, they yes, stick, I mean. Yeah, it's very possible. If Elsa doesn't score again, and... Yeah. Raso doesn't either, which I don't think that's what's going to end up happening. But who knows? Anything who, could
0: happen. <laughs> who knows? I mean, there's there's three players on Spain with three with three. Um, oh, okay. Lauren James, we'll get to it, but she's at three, <laughs> and then Lauren Hemp with England is at two. So I mean, it's it's possible, but it's also it's very possible that Japan. Takes it, I will go takes it, and mm-hmm. becomes the, the golden boot winner. That would um, be that be dope. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, so we've got Spain versus Netherlands recap, Japan versus Sweden recap. Who do you think is going to take this next match between Spain and Sweden?
0: I'm... okay.
1: Dun dun dun.
0: We we based our previous picks on the performance and the. the the momentum they have going into it, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it's going to be a great matchup.
1: Oh, 100%.
0: I'm thinking Sweden, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Sweden is just clicking right now. Yeah. This last game for them was just like, boom, 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 lights out. And this is the Swedish team that everyone knew existed in the groups and was like, oh, yeah, they just got to make it out of groups. It'll be a different story.
0: And and with Japan being knocked out, there mm-hmm. we will be guaranteed a brand new women's World Cup champion. Japan yeah. was the last team that previously has won before, so you know doing a whole a whole repeat. Now all the teams that are left—Spain, Sweden, Australia, and England—are all
1: first first-time, timers. First timers, yeah. yeah. if they
0: win, so it's. I think there's going to be and there's going to be that little extra sauce of yeah. of drive on everyone. So, I mean, I say Sweden I think it's going to be a very 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 tight. I'm even going to I'm even going to give a score prediction. I think it's gonna be, I think it's going to be 2-1 and that second goal from Sweden's probably going to come like late in the second half. Yeah. So, it's going to okay. be like it's going to be like a scramble towards the end, and I don't think Spain will make it. So, but by razor-thin margins. So I'm I'm going Sweden.
1: I also think that it's going to be Sweden. I don't think I have the cojones to drop a score. <laughs> pa- partly because I'm nervous. My brain said three to two. Then I got really nervous and said I can't do this. So there will be gold. <laughs> guaranteed. I'm really curious to see how the teams match up together too. Sweden is a tall team, yeah, and that's one thing I noticed Like, just the physical stature of different teams matching up against other teams is really interesting to me. Just, I
0: mean, Japan, Japan played to that where I, they um, they pretty much did not kick into any of any of the few unfortunately yeah. corner kicks that they got. They did not kick them into or any of their set pieces didn't go into the the actual like
1: into the box into
0: the traffic you know it it didn't go into the box with everybody standing there because sweden towered over the the japanese players so they did a lot of kind of playing out to the to the outside box trying to drive it in differently so
1: yeah um, i'm curious if spain does something similar the swedes are tall it's and it's a very like Honest, like I'm not saying this like as a, a stereotype or anything, like their team is just significantly taller than Japan. Yeah. I li- I mean, they're a little bit taller than Spain, and I'm curious to see how that works because it's like you see that even in the NWSL with Taylor Korniak, who's like the one, like one of two people who's close to six feet tall or something like that. And I'm, I'm over here living that life on the daily, like whatever, <laughs> I'm just tall. But when you're, I mean, growing up, I was playing against girls that were not barely five feet tall so yeah it's it's a big difference when you're looking up to somebody like oh i have to defend that oh cool cool
0: and so, there's 10 of them
1: yeah yeah <laughs> <there's> <laughs> ten of them. exactly but yeah sweden th- sweden's taking this one i think
0: okay and then our next matchup is going to be wednesday august 16th at 3 a.m it's going to be australia versus england again on all four networks it's gonna be on fox telemundo universo and peacock i Um, really
1: hate that this is a 3 a.m game i know it's prime time for australia and that's important but like i want the matildas like and the energy of the tillies injected into my veins (laughs) but not at three in the morning (laughs)
0: I think everyone became a Matilda at, at oh, this 100%. point, so everybody's it's rallying behind them.
1: Yeah, if you're not rooting for the Matildas, you are either English, Swedish, or Spanish. Like that's <laughs> it. Like that is your allegiance. Otherwise, let's go Tilly's. 100%. Yeah, hundred percent.
0: Okay, so we had Australia versus France. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my! Oh my god! Such a wild match.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. It it
0: was it was a really good matchup for the entire match. So the the fact that they went the full ninety, yeah, went the extra time and went zero zero because they were evenly matched. It wasn't right. a boring game. There no, was not at all. There was lots of attacking on both sides. There was it was just really it was really well played, yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: There were twenty penalty kicks taken between these two teams.
0: That's twenty
1: too many, like (laughs) for my stress level.
0: (laughs) I stayed up for this match. Oh my god, you stayed straight up. Fell asleep during the last fifteen of of the extra time and then like i he- i hear like noise and like the whistle and i'm like what did i miss and it's like the game was over and it's going into penalties and i'm like okay okay i'm i'm awake i'm awake i'm awake and then i'm <laughs>
1: i'm alive i'm, I'm alert walk. awake i'm enthusiastic let's go
0: and then i'm sitting there like i'm just crazy nervous watching this like i i have no skin in the game but <laughs> i was totally. so nervous for for australia and it was so good that I, I was supposed to wake up my wife if, not if the game went till 3am, if, if it was getting good and like, you know, we needed, I needed her to like watch the end of it. But I decided to let her sleep. In the morning, I did not tell her the score. And I said, I just said, it went to PKs. That's all I told her. And we rewatched the PKs. <laughs> So she, so she got the same nerves that that I had.
1: My God, we were we
0: were rewatching that. Yes, the, the following day, and we were like, oh my God, even rewatching it was so nerve wracking.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, granted, I was very much asleep. I I have not been sleeping well over the past like month. So when I can get the sleep, I have to take it right now just to survive. I wound up Wednesday night. Also, like that American Wednesday night, I had to babysit my cousin's kids while they went to Taylor Swift. So then I was up till 3 a.m. the next night, like going into Thursday. It was a bad time. But I, I woke up with a start half an hour before my alarm went off. And I was like, I need to know what happened in this game. Like I knew from that second I woke up that something had happened. And well, I was correct. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: they're just on such a different level right now. And I mean, granted, so much of that is because they have home field advantage and they have an entire country rooting for them in in the most beautiful way.
0: Yeah, and they are they're playing very, very well as a team mm-hmm. to the point where their star player, the one that The one that Nike made a commercial for is not 100% yet. Right. They're playing like she was like, they're they're playing like, like they're
1: playing like a team who's ready to win it. Not even like wanting it. They obviously they want it. They wouldn't be here if they didn't, but like they're ready for it because Sam Kerr, like we said, she got injured she's not 100 percent, but the right the way the rest of the team has stepped up and the way the rest of the team is showing that camaraderie that trust that like that knowingness that they all can do this with or without sam and if sam's there it's just icing on the cake and it shows the caliber of this team
0: yeah i was i was reposting a bunch of the the videos and stuff that the attacking third was posting cuz they had they mm-hmm. they they found some real good gems there was oh. there was one I don't know what flight it was but everybody yes. on the flight was watching the australia match except for one person there was one person in like i, that. Second... I pointed that out to my wife i was like who's this person not watching the game geez there must right. be a kid there must but it must have been a kid that was a... i don't even know what it was on screen but yeah there was a video of the fan fest outside and people going crazy there was a video of they stopped a rugby match
1: yeah
0: to yeah. play the pks on the big screen <laughs> <laughs> for everybody yeah, at the rugby match. Yeah, there was match another
1: match. I don't. I think it was men's soccer. It was another sport, but they had to delay their like extra time or their second halves or no post game press conference. That's what it was. They delayed That's what it was, yeah. the post game press conference to air because the coaches were watching the game. So coaches <laughs> were watching the game, they were streaming it into stadiums across the country. Like this is that important and like. Allie Riley talked about it a lot that she was hoping to inspire the next generation of girls in New Zealand. This is what the Tillies are doing right now for the girls of Australia.
0: Like, and I, the, I think the Ferns I think,
1: absolutely did it for New Zealand. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: I, I'm yeah. going to start crying about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Allie and the Ferns absolutely did it. You know, them not making it. This far, the way Australia has, does not take away the impact that they had. And, and you know, just the fact that they won a match, their first match at home um, yep. in this World Cup. So, you know, it's they had a huge impact. Matildas are doing the same thing. Very much 99er vibes where you're going to get, you oh know, my God, in, a, yeah. in another like 10, 12, 15 years, you're going to get players coming out of Australia saying... Yeah, I remember watching the the World Cup twenty twenty three in, 23 in yeah. Australia, and like it made me want to play, and it made me want to to do this. Mm-hmm. So it's it's amazing, and I'm I'm here for it. And I think that's why everybody is a Matilda going yeah. into this. <laughs> yeah, like um, even
1: before the first game of the World Cup, the women' jersey sales had outsold the men's
0: team. Which and that's I will true say, for a lot women of are the called, teams too.
1: Yes. The women are called the Matildas. And I just want to say that how much I love that. And the fact that I love that the men's team are called the Socceroos. <laughs>
0: like
1: kangaroos, but soccer. And I love it so much. I think it's so cute and so silly. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's, it's the greatest it's the greatest thing. So this happened, right? This match went yep. from like midnight to three AM. Nerve wracking as all hell. and then half an hour later because of how long this thing went england and colombia started i'm telling you right now i did not watch that match i had no energy whatsoever i was spent (laughs) i needed to go to sleep i had a thing in the morning with the kids that we needed to go do so i was like there's no way no way and
1: this game is the the victim of the time difference for both of us,
0: yes, so we're we were both too tired and did not watch, but England won two to one like we picked it. I do know that Colombia put up a put up a great match, mm-hmm. and you know there was a, there was a funny I think I sent it to you there was a funny little clip from um Copa ninety where there's a a colombia fan he's like wrapped in the in the flag he has a sign i don't even remember what the sign said but he was like full-on like i am here and one of the copa 90 people were like interviewing him and he was talking about he's like i put this entire trip on a credit card yes he's like like, i've got 48 months to pay it off it'll get paid off little by little but i needed to be here
1: (laughs) yeah and the crazy thing is that this is like honestly Colombia not beating England is just because of investment yes honestly the skill is there it's the investment and the practice and the matchups of high caliber team that Colombia isn't getting right now
0: the skill is totally theirs and yeah and and come next World Cup I I would imagine a lot of these teams hopefully they get the the, more investment and they get the things that they need like you know, having New Zealand, Amen. having Jamaica, having Colombia, yeah. having all of these teams be able to step up with support behind them and face these giant powerhouses in England, in the U.S., in you know, like France, Canada, Germany. Germany, yeah. And you know, granted, some of these teams went out pretty early, but still, it's it's just saying that the women's game is getting that much better across the board
1: it's getting Uh, that much better it's getting that much closer and to have canada be going through issues with their federation the u.s still kind of going through issues with their federation but also coaching issues and this is a big like transition time for the u.s for germany they're still rebuilding their team for like all of these bigger teams that we expected to kind of run through the standings like yeah, there's reasons. They're not excuses by any means, but there's reasons why they're not there, and the biggest one is that the parity between the teams is getting smaller, and it's amazing. Oh yeah, I this mean, is the competition we want to see.
0: Everybody thought that expanding the World Cup to 32 teams and introducing all of these debutants was going to be a steamroll, and it didn't. It was not that at right. all. You know, it it just showed that the skill level was there. to make things exciting yes a lot of them got booted out pretty quickly but that's not to say they got booted out easily exactly they didn't get steamrolled through it they fought and they had some great matches the thing I was going to say number one you reminded me you know federation issues coaching issues I went to check our favorite website right now has Vlatko been fired yet no (laughs) He hasn't been.
1: They're not gonna make an announcement <laughs> until after the World Cup because if they drop an ounce of information, no one's gonna care in this country. And I mean no and we, about the World Cup. And and the, we also important. have
0: we also have a bid to host the next one yes. after the men's exactly. that is being hosted here. So I think exactly. you know, there's probably some bigger heads First. prevailing on this. Yeah. But <laughs> but people still wanna see. Also, I was gonna mention After we recorded our episode, they released the Lauren James Mm -hmm. issue. So she got a red card in the previous match with Nigeria, where she stomped on our cancer-saving hero, Michelle Lozier. Right, Um, our,
1: like, superhero of the player.
0: And she knew she messed up, and, you know, she took her red card, she left, she did her apology afterwards you know what it it is what it is i know things get heated and i know things happen but you also have to take your your consequence so fifa yeah. actually reviewed that because it was a violent conduct it wasn't just a you know double yellow you got sent off it was a straight red for violent contact or conduct yeah. and so fifa had to review it and they actually extended her for another match so she is yeah. out two matches so she was out this match and she will be out the semifinal. So, if Australia, I mean, if England moves on to the final, then she will be able to play. But as right. we're saying right now, we're calling, we're calling that that hometown energy, and we're saying Australia is going to go through.
1: Go, Tilly! Like I, I wish I could just teleport and have some really good coffee. Enjoy Australia catch the match. I don't even need to be at the stadium, well, like, inside the stadium. Like, let me just watch it with a bunch of strangers on a field. Like, give me just, this energy is my favorite when it comes to sports. Like, I want hometown unexpected victories from a team. Like, give it to me. I
0: I think I'm gonna make this one my priority to watch. 100%. So I think I'm- Definitely gonna go to sleep way early. <laughs> wake up at, th- I might miss the first bit of the match, but wake up at like you know three a.m. Yep. Catch this match. Maybe take yeah, a power I think nap I'll and then.
1: Myself <laughs> if I don't, if I don't catch if this, you, I think if it, if you miss really it,
0: bad. yeah, yeah. If you wake up and you see all the posts about like what happened. All right, so we're saying Australia. Any score prediction on this one? Ooh. That you don't want to give one for the previous one. Oh, I
1: think. I think Australia wins two to one in extra time.
0: Oh, oh, okay. I
1: think it's gonna go. I think they're gonna. I think it's gonna be close, but I think they're gonna pull it out in extra time. No PKs. No one wants more. My my
0: heart can't take PKs.
1: No, no. What do you? Um, What say you?
0: I think it's going to go, I think it's going to go one zero. One zero 1-0 oh. regular time.
1: Oh, that's stressful. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that, that's
0: the that's the hard part, is that that means that the the game is going to be stressful. Now, I don't want it to be like they come out the gates and they score in like the third minute. And right. then you have to go have 80, 80, 87 minutes of like stress. Yep. You know, yeah, give I want me it to like be a,
1: a halftime goal. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like beautiful goal hitting into the half or something like that. Or like right after the half. But it's gonna be stressful. No matter what, this match is gonna be stressful.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Alright, so we've got Australia and Sweden as our final matchup, as the the women's world cup final, and then we yeah. have Spain and England as the third place matchup. Let's, we'll find out on the next episode how right <laughs> we are. <laughs> so, with that, if you've been listening to us this far, thank you. Subscribe, hit that subscribe button on, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Pod, uh, anywhere. Check out casualfc.com. You'll get the links to all the different places that you can find it. Tell a friend. Tell them to go to casualfc.com and get a link to wherever they want to go see it. Follow us on all the socials at casualfcpod. And that's going to be on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, threads. And then keep an eye on our feed. We'll be posting TV schedules. Even if we got something wrong in here, I'll correct it and <laughs> it'll be right <laughs> by the time you see it. Share it with people. Like it. You know, do the thing that everybody keeps doing talking about in their reels where it's like just hit the share button copy the link it makes the algorithm do stuff yeah i don't know what the algorithm does but just do stuff to make it do stuff
1: (laughs) nobody knows what the algorithms do just like support the things you like and comment and leave us reviews and let us know how we can get better all that good stuff
0: and with that thanks for listening catch you on the finals and catch you back when we're in our regular season angel city mode so <laughs>
1: we're almost there <laughs> we're
0: almost there bye
1: <laughs> bye